Hello and welcome to the Create with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Hutton. I'm a millennial business coach, a virtual assistant, social media strategist, and a confidence expert. And I am so excited that you are here joining me today. Inside the Create with Confidence podcast, we will dive into all things creating a career online, personal branding, social media marketing, mindset, confidence, and how you can build a freedom-based lifestyle. I want you to leave this podcast with confidence around your online business and the belief that your biggest dreams are possible for you. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Create with Confidence podcast. Now, hopefully after this episode, you can walk away with some tangible tips that you can start to implement right away because inside today's episode, we're talking about how you can craft a killer content strategy. Now, I feel like the last few episodes, they've been kind of, uh, how do I say this, like theory-based, whereas this one should hopefully give you some tangible tips that you can take action on right away. So if you're somebody who's just throwing things at the wall to see what sticks, been there, or you're just like following advice completely blind without having much thought into what you're actually creating, you're just kind of following everybody else and you're putting out into the world things that people tell you you should be doing, but you just don't really know. Or maybe you are somebody who is just posting for the sake of keeping up appearances and because all the information says you need to be consistent, but you're really not feeling that inspired by your content. Hopefully this episode should provide some clarity around how you can really start to tailor and create your own killer content strategy. Now, before we dive into the tips, I've recently found that whenever I speak to my students who are new business owners, who are completely new to the VA world, they think that once they know the strategy, they think that will you know, lead them to being successful as if having the perfect strategy is the key to unlocking their dreams. And this is honestly something that I I believed as well when I started my business. So I completely understand why they believe that, but I wanted to kind of talk about that that first, right? So if you imagine that you are on one side of shark infested waters and your dream life, your dream business and your dream self is on the other side, your strategy is not the bridge that will get you across. Instead, I want you to think of your strategy as the timber that will actually make up the bridge. So having the perfect strategy is not going to get you there on its own. Now, I thought that was important to bring up because I was on a call recently with one of my students and she said that she had this vision. She could picture that dream life, but she just didn't know how to get there. She was trying so many different strategies. She was following the advice that one person told her online, then realized a couple of weeks later that it wasn't working. And so she listened to something else and tried that. And once again, that wasn't working. And when she came to me, she was so frustrated and she was so confused and she was so stressed because she didn't know what she was doing wrong. She felt like she was trying everything and nothing was working and that led to her frustration and her confusion around you know what she should actually be doing she had no clear path as to where to focus her energy and where she should be you know focusing her content so if we're using this bridge analogy what she was essentially trying to do was use all these different sized timber planks to put across you know but what she was missing out on was the nails that held them together And so, you know, sure, she could have piled up all the planks over and over and built a a foundation to make her way across, but it's actually not going to be sturdy. It's going to be wobbly. It's going to be unstable. She'd probably be really hesitant and scared to actually walk across and take action because she wouldn't feel safe crossing it because it's it's not sturdy, you know? The same goes for your business. If your foundation isn't rock solid, you will always be hesitant. You'll always second guess and it'll actually be harder for you to actually take action and take that first step and to get there. So going back to the bridge, as I said, she was missing the nails. Well, in this example, 
the nails is your mindset. Now, most people who join my program, they initially come in wanting the hard skills. They want to learn what programs they need to use as special assistants. They want the DM script so they can learn how to land clients on sales call. They want the tips and guidance, how to create good content, how to create a portfolio, how to pitch to clients, how to stand out online, all that kind of stuff, right? But what they actually take away is the mindset. It's those soft skills, the confidence that actually ties it all together for them. It's the nails. So we work together on creating a solid foundation first so that they feel comfortable trying new things and branching out because they know that their bridge, their pathway, their roadmap is clear. It's solid and it's safe to cross. And that feeling of safety, it really comes from having this abundance mindset that you're always supported and believing that there is, there's always enough. So that first step when it comes to building your killer content strategy is to understand that a strategy isn't the key to your success. It's only part of the roadmap to get there. And I get that this might sound absolutely soul crushing if you've been putting so much energy and so much effort into crafting the perfect strategy. But I want to give you a bit of a silver lining because it actually opens up a whole new perspective. It allows you to not take it so seriously anymore. It allows you to actually start having more fun when it comes to creating content. And because of that, it also means that there's not only one way to do things. It opens up the possibility that you can be successful and you can get across that bridge regardless of whatever strategy you're using. And so that means you can take off that pressure. You can take away that stress that you are putting on yourself currently if you feel like nothing's working. Now, it's all good and well for me to tell you that, right? That you know, you get to dictate your own rules. It's okay if you to challenge the way things have always been done. It's okay if you to make your own roadmap. But like, that's not really valuable if you're a complete beginner or you feel like you've tried everything and you're at your wit's end and you just, you can't make sense of it. You do not know what you need to do. So I often use this saying that you need to know the rules first in order to be able to break them. And this goes back to like my photography days where I was shooting portraits all day, every day. Like I was a family portrait photographer. I was shooting newborns. I was shooting families, kids, all that kind of stuff. So with portraits, if you're using the wrong lens, you can actually distort people's faces. So I'm not sure if you've seen this trend that was going around where, you know, you shoot with your oh, your front camera when it's close to you and then your face looks weird and you take a step back and it zooms in on you and all of a sudden you like look like a different person. That's literally the idea, right? So changing your lens creates distortion. And so if I'm using the wrong lens, I'm making people look really hideous with super long noses, huge feet, tiny heads, all this kind of stuff, right? So when I first started, when I first got out of uni, I couldn't spot that in an image. And so I didn't I, I didn't know that I was making these mistakes because people couldn't understand why they looked that way. They just knew that they didn't normally look that way. <laughs> and so you know, my images weren't selling as well as they kind of should be. So once I was able to kind of learn that and, you know, my boss at the time, she was running me through these ideas and she told me, you need to know the, the rules, then you can know when to break it. And I didn't understand the premise. But once I kind of understood that this lens created distortion, then I could recognize it in the camera and in the images that I was shooting. And so then once I knew when not to use it, I also could feel comfortable knowing when when to use it, when to break it, when to be intentional and use it to create a really cool effect. So then what I was doing instead is I think like for a good example is I had one um, couple came in and they had like we used to do like really personalized. It wasn't like your stock standard. It was like unique. It was like niche. We 
kind of highlighted people's strengths and what their hobbies were and got people to bring in lots of like props so that they could use. So this couple, they were mad shoe people. And so what I did is I highlighted the shoes. I used the wide angle lens and I made their shoes look gigantic and I made them look tiny. And they loved that image because it really highlighted their shoes. That's one thing that they loved. So when I was able to learn the rule, then I could know when to break it and break it intentionally so that it was actually going to work the best. So with that in mind, knowing the rules, then you can begin to challenge it. So take this strategy that I'm about to give you with a grain of salt, know that it's not the only way and that it is literally just a starting point for you if you are at your wit's end and you have no idea what to do, where to go, how to take your first step. All right. So this ABC formula that I'm going to share with you in a moment is the exact formula that I teach my students and that I work on with them directly inside my program so that they can create their own customized content strategy that's going to work for them and their business. And it is a formula. So it can be applied to whatever business you own, whatever stage you're at. All right. So if you're, if you're a beginner or you're feeling really frustrated, use this as a guideline, right? Once you understand the rules, then you can bend it, then you can break it, then you can try something new. So let's just get into it, right? I call it the ABC formula because there are three components to it. A stands for attract, B stands for build, and C stands for convert. And it also works because I like to think of it as literally, you know, the ABCs of content creation. You need to know the letters before you can form sentences, or you need to have the strategy in order to see long-term results. So it kind of all ties in nicely with that second meaning too. But when we're talking about this ABC formula, I want you to imagine a funnel. So like an upside down triangle with the widest part at the top, and the you know narrowest at the bottom okay sort of like a this this kind of formula is sort of like a sales funnel but i'm not really going to go deep into sales funnel because obviously you know we've got convert on there but we're not talking fully about like sales we're just talking about your content creation so if you do want an episode on sales funnels in the future let me know send me a dm on instagram but for this episode we're just talking about content all right so imagine a funnel that's broken up into three sections at the top, the widest part, that's your attract section. In the middle, that's your build section. And at the bottom, which is like the slimmest, the narrowest section, that's your convert section, A, B, C. Now, every piece of content can and should be able to fit into one of these sections. So the first step with this funnel is to ensure that you actually have an aim behind every single piece of your content. And I don't mean like what value do you want them to take away? I mean, what is your aim? What are you hoping to get out of it? Are you hoping to attract more people into your funnel? Are you hoping to build connections with your followers? Or are you wanting them to convert into clients from this piece of content? So I want you to ask yourself this question for every single idea you have. So because you could have the best idea in the world, but if you're just throwing it out there with no intention behind it, then it's really hard to track whether it's actually working or not, okay? So because you're being really intentional with your content, the second step is to work out what percentages like what um, what ratios do you want to create? So these ratios, these percentages should reflect your goals. So for example, if you're a new virtual assistant, you've literally just started your page, your current following is only filled with family and friends because you've just converted your personal account to a business account, you've got no potential clients in there because you've literally just started, then perhaps your big goal is to start attracting more people to your page who could be clients. In your strategy, if that was your goal, you would want to have a higher percentage of attraction-based content so that you are drawing more people into your content, into your page, and into potentially working with you down the line. So if you are a social media manager, 
but your profile is lacking personality. You feel like, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You've been putting out all the educational content, but at the end of the day, the industry is pretty saturated. You're not feeling like you're standing out as much as you want. Maybe your big goal is to build more connections, to be a bit more relatable, to stand out through your personality. Because at the end of the day, everybody has similar product suites. So how can you stand out? Maybe you want to use your personality to do that. So if that's the case, then in your strategy, you'd want to prioritize your building content. Yes, obviously, you're not going to draw in as many eyes to your profile. But the flip side of the coin is, is that your current followers will warm up. They'll start to get to know, like, and trust you and therefore funnel down. So I think you get the gist. But obviously, if your aim is to land clients, then you want to focus on creating more sales and conversion style content. So the reason I asked you to imagine a funnel is because obviously it gets narrower the further down you get. And that's the exact same thing that you'll see happen when you post these three types of content. You will get lots of views and engagement with attraction-based content in comparison to conversion content, right? The aim with this is to cast the net as wide as possible in the hopes that people will then continue to funnel down. It's why, you know, like I said in my previous episode, good things take time because you need to warm them up so that they will funnel down. People will drop off. They're supposed to drop off. They're supposed to fall out of your funnel. But your true soul aligned clients, they will continue to funnel down. And it could take them, you know, from one post seeing it to signing right there and then, or it could take them years or months to follow, to start to know, like, and trust you and eventually work their way down. There is no timeline associated with this funnel, but at the end of the day, the aim is that, you know, they do funnel down. So because of that, it's really important to always be creating a combination of all three. You can't just create all attraction-based content. And I know it's tempting and I see this happen so often with new students and literally just new business owners all the time, whether they're a student or not. I see this happen all the time. It's a habit that I fell, fell into. It's a habit that, habit that most people fall into, right? Because you see all these views, you see all these likes, you see all these followers come in, you know, it's instant gratification and it's validation right there and then that you're doing a good job, that people like you, that people like your content. But when you're doing that, you're only attracting new audiences. What that means is it causes people to not actually know who you are, not knowing how they can work with you or everybody dropping off the moment you switch up and try something new. The moment you start posting sales content, they leave because they had no intention of ever purchasing from you. So you want to always be creating a combination of all three so that you can always have a constant flow in your funnel. You always want to have people funneling down so that as you you know, and as you begin to build your business and over time, you'll see more and more people coming in as clients. And that is because over the last three, four, six, 12, how many months they have been following you. They've been getting to know, like, and trust you. They've been warming up and funneling down. So the more often that you can create a range of style of content will mean that you will have longevity in terms of lending clients over time as well. So always create a combination of all three, but at the level at which you do that and the level at which you break it up is completely up to you. And so where your priorities and your big goals lie, that is where you should be kind of reflecting the percentages and the ratios at which you want to break that combination up. Before I wrap this episode up, I also feel like it's valuable to give some tangible ideas on what some posts could actually look like tangibly that fit into each of these sections. So for attract. That could look like a trending sound where, you know, or a, um, like a just a trend in general where you're acting out on the screen in an entertaining and relatable way. 
maybe it's a text on the screen and you've got B-roll video playing with a trending sound over the top, you know, it's going to be the content that gets the views, that gets the likes, that is going to be, it's, you know, your attraction content is often the ones that you put like the least effort in and that gets the biggest results as well. And by results, I mean the biggest views, the biggest engagement, the biggest follows from it. So attract is literally just the stuff that will get pushed out by Instagram, by TikTok, whatever platform you're on. For building content, that could be something like an aesthetic vlog, or it could look like a day in the life with you doing a voiceover and having a trending sound playing behind. Obviously, it's going to be something that people are going to watch because it's eye-catching. Obviously, they're going to keep watching it because it shows your personality. And this, the aim of it is to give people access to what it's like behind the scenes, what it's like working with you, what it's like being in your energy. You want to build that connection with them. For convert, I would personally avoid like blatant sales posts that are like, hey, I have two VA spots available. Send me a DM. (laughs) So instead, what you want to do is you want to sell in disguise. So that could look like an educational post where you share three tools for, you know, whatever pain point they have. Maybe it's like uh, if you're struggling with time, here's three things you need to do if you're struggling with time or something like that, right? That's just completely off the top of my head. Um, So maybe, you know, the first one is some kind of tool. The second one is some other kind of tool. The third one is like hiring a VA. (laughs) So it's like you're still giving them the in by encouraging them to work with you, but it's more subtle. It draws people in by talking about their pain points, but then also being like, hey, I can help you if you need me to. (laughs) So that way you're still you're still selling it's the aim of it is to still lend more clients but you're also giving them a bit of value to go with it so now that we've covered that the strategy alone it's not going to get you there right we've covered that we've covered the abc formula we've covered the different types of content and you know we're ensuring that there is always an aim behind every piece of content you are not just throwing things at the wall the only other step is for you to go out there and start creating So if you want some personalized feedback on your content strategy, if you are, like I said in the beginning, if you're somebody who's, you know, just started, you're throwing things at the wall, you've been following advice that, you know, from one person to another and it's all not working and you don't know, you can't see a clear roadmap, I am offering discounted content audits. So send me a DM on Instagram. I'm running this all throughout the month of November. So take me up on this offer and I will help you skyrocket your social media for the next year. So that way you will have guidance, you will have support and you can start, you know, next year off on the right foot, you have some guidance, you have some clarity around where you should be focusing. You know, even if it's like, you're like, I don't know what my goal should be, (laughs) you know, because it gets to that point as well, where when you're a beginner, it can be hard to know what to focus on. So if you feel like that, that is something that is going to be really valuable for you, then send me a DM and we can chat about, you know, what that support would look like for you. But I'm going to end this episode here. So if you found this helpful, please share it with a friend. This is a tangible one so that they can actually take action on it. It's not me just, you know, jabbering on about theories and things that obviously you can think about and put into perspective, but this is one that they can walk away and take action on right now. So send it to them so that they can join the Create With Confidence family. And once again, don't forget to rate the pod five stars. I appreciate you being here and I will speak to you next week. Bye.